Hello and welcome to Ask Matron. My name is Robin Barker. I am a mental health nurse, a lump of coal, if you will, that's still being moulded into the finished article. And I'm joined by my colleague across the sofa, who's the diamond. My lump of coal. <laughs> that's probably one of the nicest intros you've given me, Robin. Student nurses, please welcome Chris Kerr. Hello. It is a pleasure to welcome you to episode six of Ask Matron. I know, where did that go? I don't know where the last week went. <laughs> Down the pub. No. <laughs> it went with all sorts of things, including festive occasions, depending on when you're listening to. So we hope everybody survived that and... With that in mind, we've got a very interesting episode for you thinking about healthy living, (laughs) which certainly I haven't, well, I've been eating healthily. (laughs) If by healthily, you mean a lot. Quantity rather than quality. Indeed. And we've been hearing all about it um, because you've been so great at tweeting us at AskMatron on Twitter and using the hashtag AskMatron. And I believe they've even been contacting you. Yes, all right. (laughs) By email. They do email, you know, at AskMatronPodcast at gmail.com. We are an information and entertainment podcast. At least we hope. (laughs) (laughs) That is definitely the plan. Yeah, if you don't find us funny, we're sorry. I've I've seen at least one person that said it was fun and another that said it was informative. If we can get both of those together. Perfect. Job done. We've got it. We've got it cracked. So on this episode, we will be looking at the subject of healthy living because quite difficult to do when you're a student nurse. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Not only from a finance point of view, but from shift patterns, from family times, from everything. Shall we kick off with somebody on Twitter? We've had a number of comments that we've collated on this subject. Okay. Chris, I felt like you had a (laughs) favourite. So I love Helen's tweet, who says, as a student nurse, I had cereal for breakfast, dinner and tea. I was so tired, I had no idea what time of day it was sometimes. (laughs) Now, Chris, because (laughs) Helen is a student nurse. And I've got to ask you, what did you have for lunch today? I I might have had a bowl of porridge. <laughs> <laughs> that links nicely with the comment from Elle on Twitter, who writes, student nurse diet, breakfast, cereal, lunch, cereal, dinner, cereal. <laughs> Do you know what, though? In fairness, cereal is actually filling and it's quite good for you. And it's really quick. And I think that's the difference. So rather than going off to McDonald's or wherever your fast food person has to be, actually a bowl of cereal is quite good. And in fairness to me, it was four o'clock before I had lunch. So a bowl of porridge was actually quite good. I think I powered through placements three and four using solely the power of crunchy nut cornflakes. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the other thing is you do get quite a taste for a different type of cereal. It's not your normal cornflakes because they just don't hit the spot, do they? Especially at three o'clock in the morning. I know one of my nurse uh, colleagues I trained with that used to mix up cereals and bring them onto the ward. So they would bring them with them in a little plastic Tupperware bowl so that they could Uh, snack on them at any time. See, Cheerios are great for that. Not that I'm, you know, put up placing or anything. Imagine, (laughs) oh my goodness, could we get an endorsement? We've always shied away from thinking about advertising on Ask Patreon. <laughs> However, if any cereal company in the world wants to get in touch. But you know, it's a bit, you can't really do that with porridge apes, can you? 
unless you oh, turn it into flapjack. I've got a specific brand of porridge oats there that I became obsessed with. Oh, do you? Yes. Yeah, no, you see, ready breaks the best film. Oh, we need to take this conversation <laughs> offline. That's a whole nother episode. <laughs> but eating healthily is a real challenge. Thinking about how, one, if you've got to bring food to work with you, where you might not have refrigeration or you might not have a, a way to heat food up. Absolutely. You might not have a lot of time to eat lunch. You also might have no idea when you're actually going to eat lunch or dinner or breakfast. And that's the other thing, isn't it? Is that if you don't plan ahead and you end up going somewhere like the hospital canteen, it takes you so long to get there. By the time you get there, really all you end up is buying chips because it's really cheap and uh, it's filling and it's definitely kind of hitting the spot but you can eat them in the lift on the way back down to where you have to go back to work this reminds me of my student nurse experience but it more reminds me of monday (laughs) (laughs) so what we'd like to say is that it's fine and it'll get much better but the reality of it is this many years down the line it's still the same i think something that helps is beginning to think about what foods you can bring with you that keep yeah and that you can keep protected in a bag or in your locker. Fruit is incredibly valuable at times. Yes. The banana, for me, is like... Unless it goes black and mushy in your bag. Obviously, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's very true, Chris. Don't let that happen. No. But if you're carrying it, if working in the community or whatever, and you're carrying it around, there is the risk that it becomes like that. I found cereal bars. I found cereal. I found... Cereal. With cereal bars. (laughs) More cereal. More cereal. This is a cereal episode. (laughs) Thinking about how do I get some quality to my diet that might not be able to happen while you're on shift does make it very important to think about your meal choices when you're not working. Yes. So thinking what will give me energy tomorrow? What will allow me to feel better this week to get me through three sets of nights? Yeah. Vegetables. Yeah, roast dinner. There's nothing quite like a roast dinner. The restorative power of the roast dinner. Oh, I mean that, yeah. When you've done a stretch of days or nights where you just eat what's to hand. And, you know, beans on toast is a great staple as well, I think, for for a nurse. Because it's really quick, easy, and it's hot and it's filling. But you get to the point where you just think, I just want vegetables. It's a bit like going on holiday, isn't it, for two weeks. You go abroad for two weeks and by the time you finish, you're like, I don't want a salad anymore. I just want some hot vegetables. Or is that just me? <laughs> the silence says everything, Chris. The silence says everything. That's like saying, Robin, could you get tired of crisps? But partly it's because I just went completely off crisps when I was doing my nursing training. Because <laughs> you were eating cereal. Because I was eating with my hands. I think that is another issue that you take into consideration when you're bringing food in. Obviously, you want to have really good hand hygiene, but I found myself having to assist with all sorts of personal care tasks that I then had a little bit of an aversion to wanting to eat anything where I was directly putting my hands from food into my mouth. I found myself thinking, what can be eaten with a fork or a spoon? Soup was very popular for me. So bringing in soups and zapping them in the microwave because you could get them quite cheap. They were quite filling. They didn't take too long to heat up. That's why porridge in a cup is great. Enough with porridge in a cup. (laughs) There is also an issue around making time for having breaks and for eating at normal intervals. Stephanie on Twitter writes, lunch break at 5.30pm, 
the joys of being a student nurse. For me, that is a problem. That's a massive problem. I think if you're in charge of a unit or an area and your students are not getting to lunch until half past five, that is really poor management. That's on them. Yeah, and not on the student. No, on no, the, that, on is, the person. that is on the, the, the nurse in charge, the ward manager, the mentor, whoever has got that responsibility for ensuring staff are going to lunch. There has always been, especially within ED, I, you know, I am a control freak and it would be half past five to have lunch, but every member of staff will have gone off and had their break first. And there is no excuse for not allowing a student nurse to go for lunch. That's that's just not acceptable. And mentors, remember, we want student nurses to be strong nurses that want to come back and work. We don't want to leave them malnourished and underfed and exhausted by the end of their training. See, or 25 years later, you're still having lunch at four o'clock in the afternoon because that's what becomes normal habit when you're at work. And it isn't normal, really. No, I think we all have to be better at our habits at trying to break some of those. I think we do have things that we accept as the norm. And there is no shame in saying to your mentor, is it all right if I go for lunch? Because if they've got distracted and caught up with something, then they're not necessarily going to recognise that you haven't had lunch. So say to them, is it all right if I go and have lunch? Yes, bring it up to them in a nice way. And, you know... You'd never say no to a student unless, you know, there was something really interesting going on that if you went for lunch, you would miss at that particular moment. But even in ED, there are a handful of times that that would happen. And most of the time, there's no reason why you couldn't go for lunch. Did you have canteens to go to? Because I think that's... <laughs> no, we had an open fire and sticks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I'm only asking... This is actually another joke about your age. <laughs> because for me in big hospital sites, for general hospital sites, that is more the norm. Whereas within, as I see it within the kind of the smaller mental health units that I did a lot of my placements in, you wouldn't have, you would have food for patients yep. and their lunchtime. But then most of the staff would be going off at different times, maybe only in twos or threes to eat lunch. And there wasn't that opportunity to socialise. Uh, so I guess in some cases we would socialise, but I think it depends on the unit that you're on. So if there's a whole group of you that can facilitate two or three of you going for lunch at the same time, then that's great. And actually as students, that's a really good downtime. If you can coordinate that you go for lunch all together, you'll get that bit of support during your placement day and almost debrief each other as you're going along. And it will make things a bit easier while you're in placement. So not only do you get lunch, but actually you get to have it with other people who are experiencing what you're experiencing, rather than sometimes sitting on the fringe and feeling a little bit uncomfortable because you're in a room full of qualified nurses that are talking about something that you might not necessarily know about. I think one of the reasons that I remained fit and healthy throughout my nurse training was partly because I developed a relationship with one of the adolescent inpatient units that specialize in eating disorders. And so I used to go and work on placement on an early shift. And then I used to come there from five o'clock and work until nine o'clock because I've always been quite good at groups. But the reason I was going, yes, I was getting paid, but also because (laughs) that unit, you got fed. So I knew I could go and get good, healthy food and it wasn't going to cost me anything. Bonus. So we had an email from Dan who was asking... I'm a 20-year-old student nurse and I need to find time to go to the gym. 
How can I make this work? So I guess it's a bit going back to last week's podcast when we were talking about shift work and, and patterns. And it's about finding your own time. And if it's important enough, then you'll find the time. The problem is it's quite easy to be distracted and think, oh, I won't go to the gym today because I'm tired. So factor it in, know when it is that you're you're going and just make the time. And the best thing as well about working odd hours is you can generally get memberships that are off peak. Yes. So you can go at odd times or I used to go swimming. That's what I used to do. I'm going swimming after a night shift. Or before your day shift. Going swimming before a night shift or before your day shift is a really, well, going swimming after a night shift is a sort of trippy experience of I'm floating. Yeah, and Zumba I'm after awake. night shift is awesome. <laughs> after night shift. Please take all due care and attention to your <laughs> physical safety. But it is, it, it's about determining what you think is important. And if going to the gym is important, then you will find time to do it. And it's, you know, if you're going to spend six hours in there, then obviously that's going to be a bit more tricky. But if you're going to do a specific targeted workout, then maybe work out a week in, in a row that actually I've got this many days, right? This day I'm going to concentrate on this, this day I'm going to concentrate on that. And actually most personal trainers would advise that anyway, wouldn't they? I don't know. I've never had a personal <laughs> trainer in my life. But you looked, you looked like you were convinced there. I think I was hearing the kettle go off and realising that we've come to the end of another episode oh of Ask Matron. It has been fantastic having you join us to talk about healthy living. We're now going to go and follow none of our own advice. <laughs> and have a cup of tea and a biscuit. <laughs> have a cup of tea and a chocolate biscuit. We hope you'll come back and join us and you'll keep talking with us throughout this week on at Ask Matron on Twitter or, or emailing us at askmatronpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much and we will speak to you soon. Bye. Hello and welcome to Ask Matron. Is that how I start? <laughs> Sorry, I've just forgotten how this whole thing starts. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Hello and welcome to Ask Matron. Yeah? Okay. Sorry, just checking. <laughs>